the 19th Hole Podcast presented by Golf Talk Live and brought to you by Perfect Practice Putting Mat, Yips, and Survivor Golf Tee. Let the word go out from here across the land that Daddy Noonan uh, approves of the 19th Hole Podcast. And we are live once again, Golf Talk Live's 19th Hole Podcast. I'm Alan DePue and Christian's back. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your favorite golf talk liver right here. Your favorite golf talk liver right here. And before we go any further, fish and chips is ducking low again this week. I know. I, I you know, it, it, dude's busy. Dude's very yeah. busy nowadays. We're gonna we're gonna go with that. I'm still convinced that he is uh, hiding his head in shame for the trash talking that he gave the American team. I mean, look. We're going to start. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I was going to save it for later in the show, but I'm going right there right now. As you as we talked about last week with our special guest host, Mike Armel, I, I admit it. I was wrong. U.S. played amazing. I thought the, I thought the European veteran leadership was going to sneak out the 15, 15, 13, 15 and a half, 12 and a half victory. Never did I anticipate the spanking. So you haven't had a chance. So I'm giving you the opportunity, Christian, to uh, speak your words on the Ryder Cup. I was I was rightfully wrong, um, like like yourself and, and like Andrew. I mean, it, it wasn't just a it wasn't just a beatdown. It was an ass whooping. I mean, it was it was bad. Um, I kind of knew after the first day, you know how how good the American team looked. That if they lost this, this would go down as one of the biggest busts in you know Ryder Cup history. You know, but they put up 19 points. I know they really wanted to get to 20, but it wasn't close. I mean, after the second day, it was virtually over. Uh, I mean, yeah, right, I, as you said, right out of the gate, for them to be three to one after the opening of uh, of alternate shot, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, what, what just happened there? Yep. And and they were and they were in cruise control to get to three to one. They should have won probably all all the matches. I agree. I, I questioned some of the pairings a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's they, they played phenomenal. I mean, DJ going five and zero, Colin Morikawa having a solid Ryder Cup. You know, even the rookies showing up. You know, so I love under- and well, and not just because they they won. I do love the Morikawa DJ. I mean, that's actually a phenomenal pairing, and probably one we'll see for you know the next ten years because they, they're there's their personalities are so complimentary. No, I, I agree a hundred percent. You know, it's um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a great performance. Um, I, I loved watching it, you know, hopefully in the next four years, you know, maybe golf talk live can uh, be a Beth page black. Who knows? Maybe, maybe in two years we go across the pond, you know, I'm, not, I'm just going to say this right now. I think we're going to, we should be in Rome. I, I, you know, Rome, um, you know, Rome is very obviously beautiful. It has a lot I, of good I will, wine, So, uh, for that. Christian, I will also say this because uh, my other half is not in the recording area right now, who is desperately wanting to go to Italy. I'm, Alan, do you smell that? I smell a surprise in the making. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But, yet. Uh, hey, but we hey, will, hey, we hey, will hey, be hey, at Beth Page. And and by the way, I just want to say once again, our good friend Don Ray, he came through 11th hour 
and 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 fish and chips uh, Andrew uh, bailed. Hey, Don Ray, first and foremost, he wished me happy birthday on the 28th of September. I greatly appreciate that. You know, Don, you're more than welcome to come on the show anytime. I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to get him on for next week. I'm just saying, you know, I, I would love nothing more. And I truthfully mean this. I would love nothing more than to go to an event with Don Ray and actually like take him to dinner, sit down, go to a, go to just one PGA event in any any part of the of the United States and just um you know, kind of see what his day-to-day operations are throughout that week. I think that'd be pretty cool to watch. Oh, absolutely. Cool, cool dude. And appreciated him. I mean, good friend. Appreciate him beyond giving us a little insight going in. He called it. He, he called it. I mean, <laughs> the week before he said, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Course was an immaculate. I mean, it wasn't even, it, the course just blew me away personally with how nice it was. Do you, uh, do you feel, okay. I made the point last week. I think they intentionally, I mean, because of the course setup, it, it obviously favored Team USA. Roughs were low. Yeah, you could hit it. If you hit it offline, you're still going to get stuck in some bad spots. But, I mean, by and large, for the first hole, it's playing 360 yards so Bryson can drive the green. It's the only reason to drive it. And I mean, they st- both teams had to play the shots. We naturally have guys that can hit it further. I agree. I mean, so it benefited Bryson, us. I mean, yeah, Bry- Bryson's really the only one that really could have drove it. I mean, yeah. the only European, John Rahm, maybe DJ, maybe Xander, maybe Colin, who knows? But like Bryson was the only person to drive it all week, you know, and it was on Sunday. So, so, so I got, I got a couple of things. Here's where we're going to go. We're going to, we're, we are going to talk about Bryson. I know you love to talk about Bryson. We're going to talk about the ShopRite LPGA because I am still on the road down in Atlantic City. What a great week last week was. Is that the sound of the casino in the background? Bling, 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 bling. Oh, absolutely. We have we have Sam Burns, a little surprise down in Mississippi. And then we got a little look ahead out to the desert. But uh, let's go. First first comment is the Bryson Brooks feud over. Did they hug it out? They hugged it out. I love Justin Thomas in the background, drunkenly probably singing, why can't we be friends? I love that. So... Um, no, I mean, you know, Bryson and Brooks, I think they're just being men about it. You know, I think they're just going to put it behind them. And I think that they are, uh, they're ready to move on. They're ready to focus on their career, ready to start winning golf tournaments. I don't even know if you saw this or not, Alan, but they, they're, they're having a match. I, I was just about to go there. Just for, yeah. just, uh, just announced capital one, the ma- match Bryson put out on his, uh, social media. Finally, what the world has been waiting for. It's only 12 hole match though, which is weird. I don't know why. Make it 18 for TV. They're going to, they're going to bust each other's balls all throughout that event. It's going to be absolutely hilarious to watch. It's going to be so much fun. You know, I bet you right now they generate more revenue as well as viewership than a tiger Phil match right now. Oh, by far. Yeah. Without question. Cause there's adversity. Of course. Absolutely. There's adversity. And, and then let's go, let's go to the, I got, I got all kinds of look, look, I actually came prepared. I have notes today. Let's go to, <laughs> I usually throw them out the window. Let's go out to uh, to the desert. Were you surprised how he finished in the in the world long drive? Um, yes and no. I, I do think that it was more for him as like a show type of thing. I don't think even Bryson had the full expectations of going down there and winning. I mean, but kudos to him. I mean, he's hitting the ball 417 yards in the desert, and I mean, he's competing with the best in the world. So you know, Bryson's a rookie in this matter. I don't like the guy personally. I think he's kind of a pansy ass, but 
I mean, if he can come in there and show the big guys in the world how to, you know, do what he do, do what he does, you know, the difference that I think separates Bryson from the, a lot of these guys is that a lot of these guys will hit say two or three out of eight balls in the, in the grid. Bryson will hit all eight because he's, you know what, that's that. And, and, and that's, that's honestly the point is because, um, on Friday in particular, yeah, he spanked one out there like four Oh six, but more importantly, everything was in the high threes and it was enough to secure points. And he kept racking up points during the early round, early round Robin format, which got him into the, I believe the, the 16, Yep. And then uh, ultimately in the 16, where they do the the the, the showdown between the guys, um, he he actually got ahead on that one also. So he, he makes it to the final eight. And and we and I'm gonna actually gonna read this off here because I don't want to butcher it too bad. He sent one out there 391, but what Justin James blasted one 403 and Martin Borkheimer uh, 397. So he literally fell short of moving on to the finals by six yards. Yeah. I, I mean, think, I mean, it was, it was a great performance. He'll be back. Obviously. I mean, he's not going to stop doing this. I mean, it's Bryson. He wants to do what he wants to do. You know, people think that he's ruining his body, but he kind of just either gives him the finger or just rubs it off their shoulder. And by basically saying, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm loving what I do at this point. I mean, how do you, how can you argue again? Got a U.S. Open. Yep. He he finished seventh in world in the world long drive. Yeah. Ryder Cup champion. So, you know he's getting it done. He's getting it done differently. He is a strange duck at times. Yeah. I mean, you know he's uh, he may not be the best player in the world, but got the same amount of major wins as John Rahm. Got more major wins than Xander Shoffley. You know, so it's like those guys up there. You know what I mean? It's it's like, but there's only still a certain amount of golf courses that Bryson can play around the country, right? Especially when, like, for Augusta, for example, he can't bomb that golf course. Do you know what I mean? So then right. Bryson comes out, and, and he that's where your short game gets tested. That's where his short game is not great. Right. You know, some place like Whistling Straits, he can bomb at 400 yards, you know, like he did on five, and he has a foot wedge in. He makes eagle or birdie there. So, but did, it, but did it, you notice that he was – he was so much more contained and, and, and which is what I've been saying all along. Great. I'm glad you can hit it 400, but hit it 380 and put it in play and be, be productive. They, they, the, the thing that really, and I think Steve Stricker, I think hats off to him first and foremost. I think he came into this whole Ryder cup and I, I basically think he told them, I don't give a rat's ass what goes on outside of this golf course. He goes, you guys are a team. You guys are brothers. At the end of the day, you guys are going to work as a team. And we're going to win this Ryder Cup and bring it back to America. I think Steve Stricker played a big role in that personally, because that's all Steve wants. And I think that kind of really yeah, he, he summed that up by saying this was his major. Absolutely. You know, and I and I definitely think that um, you know, Brooks and Bryson took that to heart. And I definitely think that the stupid few that they were dealing with, I definitely think that um, you know, they're gonna put it behind them, become men about it now. And it'll be fun to watch them in November, obviously, but uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So now what that means is all the big boys now that the, the, the it's the beginning of the wraparound for the next season. That means all the big boys are taking their vacations, which I got I got to tell you some cool news to the listeners out there. If you not have seen not seen our social media or been on our website recently, we have now have a new affiliate, Sandals Resorts. 
hop on there, click through on our website and enjoy great savings. They've got some amazing specials going on for their 40th anniversary. And if I want to tell one affiliate, I might as well tell two. Perry Ellis, Perry Ellis Clothing, Perry Ellis International. I actually have a pair of slacks, Perry Ellis slacks on right now. How about you, Christian? I have numerous Perry Ellis um, attire here in my closet, and uh, I can say rightfully so that it is one of my favorite clothes to wear. Personally. They have right now a 25% friends and family going across their entire family portfolio of, of product lines. And again, they are one of our affiliates, as is another one, Bushnell. I'm just going to keep rattling them off. <laughs> hop on our website, folks. Hop over to our Facebook page. Hop over to our Twitter feed. We're posting all these great specials for the things that you want in golf. And you know what? If Andrew was here, he'd probably get it up on Instagram because I'm technologically too challenged to do so. Who was not technologically challenged is Celine Bautier, birdieing two out of her last three holes, firing a little eight under 63 to win the ShopRite LPGA Classic. And she bested two of South Korea's top players in doing so. Uh, Jin Young-ko in NB Park. Neither one of those, they both faltered down the backstretch. Um, my golf course superintendent from Eagle Ridge, just a little footnote, Pat McMahon, amazing golf course superintendent. You've played Eagle Ridge, Christian. You can test to it. He volunteered. He was there at 3 a.m. He said it was, that place was just lit. And it, and it was when I saw it. I mean, Seaview was looking amazing this week. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't really get a chance to watch a lot of it. Um, you know, unfortunately, I did watch a little bit of it, though, um, on the weekend. And it was, I mean, I, I love watching LPGA events, personally. I love watching the girls. I, I, I think they're, they're phenomenal athletes. Um, you know, I, I do love, obviously, the contention coming down. MB Park, unfortunately, didn't finish the way she wanted to. But, again, I mean – like we always talk about, you know, you got to give the credit where credit's deserved. Eight under par on a Sunday. That's either going to put you normally close to the top of the leaderboard, if not in the lead. So it's and, certainly going to uh, be a good charge. I mean, Park, um, coach is going to make 10 footers. We, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. We talk about this PGA tour. We talk about it's all comes down to whoever's going to make the 10 footers that week. It's the same on the LPGA. It's professional golf. Who is going to make the 10 footers? That's what it boils down to. Which then in. leads into perfect practice putting, putting mat. Andrew's the one that always rattles off the amazing repertoire of what it's doing for him. I wish he was here to offer the thing. I will simply give this a testimonial, which is I've seen his putting improve. And if you'd like to have your putting improve, GTL 15, I, I'm just, I'm like Santa Claus in October. I'm just giving savings to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong on that one. <laughs> So uh, hats off to Celine. Her, her uh, second win, win um, LPGA victory, and uh, it was it was fun to be out at Seaview and and walk, watching that. And you're right, the the LPGA is it's it's top stuff. Um, let's head a little south. Uh, I'm just I'm just rolling around the country right now. Uh, <laughs> let's head down to Jackson, Mississippi. Did you catch any of that action? Briefly. Again, it was a busy weekend with the girlfriend and I buying furniture, couches, all that crap for the new apartment we're getting. So, Ooh, I know, right? Yeah. I following Andrew's footsteps a little bit, right? Come on, you know he can't all be right. the young one here with a with a with a lady. Come on, okay. So, watch brief a, a little bit of it. So, 
not not as much as I wanted to, unfortunately. All right. Well, how about how about how about Sam Burns? I, look, I think Sam Burns. If I'm being quite honest with you, I think it pissed him off that he didn't make the Ryder Cup team. He uh, pretty I, much said that. <laughs> I think it pissed him off, and I think that Sam Burns is on a mission now. I think Sam Burns is going to be. This is a bold statement. He will be a top ten golfer this year. This year. This year. He will crack the world top ten. I believe so. And the and the and the new wraparound season, I think that he will be a top ten golfer. I think. I think. Um, is he not? He's not a top ten golfer already. I, I he is not, and I think you're uh, a little whacked out on something right now. If that's the case, Sam Burns is not going to be one of the top ten players in the world. Sam Burns is skyrocketing up the world rankings, but it is. His, here's the cool thing: it is his second victory in calendar year 2021 having won down at the Valspar in Innsbruck. Um, and he finished one shot off the lead, as we know, at a Riviera and lost in the playoff of the World Golf Championship in Tennessee. So, yeah, I mean, 2021 has been a really good year for Sam Burns. I'm talking about the wraparound season. I'm talking this year going into next year as well. I think he'll be a top 10 golfer. He's currently ranked 18th in the world after his win. I do think he's hungry. I do think that he will start contending in majors this year. I don't see him winning a major this year. However, I do, I do think it'll be more of a learning process for him. However, I do see Sam Burns. I mean, the, 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 the kid's gone out. I mean, the kid can drive it. If you got confidence with the way he swings, his short game is like amazing. And I, I could see him doing it. 18th, he's 18th in the world right now. I bet you right now he wants to crack that top 10. And I bet you right now that he wants to be on that. Is he real? I'll be honest. I didn't really realize he's that he's up to 18. Eighth in the world. Crack the top 20. Damn. I actually, I, I did not know that. Yeah. My, my, my my apologies, Sam Burns. I'm telling you what, I think he wants to be on that Rome team for the USA. Oh, I, I think I, I read it someplace. He, uh, he he was rather disappointed when that Monday morning phone call came from Stricker. And I think there's, I think there's a handful. We saw it with Billy Horschel. We saw it with him. Um, there's a couple of those guys out there that they're disappointed they weren't on that roster. But again, then you look at somebody like Scotty Scheffler, for example, and the dude beats Rom, four yeah. and two. I mean, like what? Like I'm sorry, I'm a betting man. I bet every Sunday for football. I bet I I I bet a lot of money every year. I would put zero dollars on Scotty Scheffler to beat John Rom. I thought that was the only guaranteed point. Maybe Ian Poulter and maybe Rory McIlroy. I thought those were like the three guaranteed points pretty much for the Europeans on right. Sunday. But how about Scotty starting out five under through six or four under through five the way he did? Yeah. I don't even want to know what the line was on that, if there was one. But I bet you if somebody bet Scotty, they won a lot of money that day. I Mind blown. A lot of, a lot of criticism actually for um, – I think we called it though. He uh, he's a great team guy, great, great guy. Nobody had a neg- has a negative thing to ever say about the guy. Nobody has no, absolutely. And again, that's I think that's what Steve wanted as well on his team. I mean, you could arguably say the worst person that actually played this week, in my opinion, was Daniel Berger. I think he was the worst American player. Him, him or Harris English, personally. I don't think they came to to play as as good as they wanted to. Um, you know, but again, you have some of the big guys in there, like Jordan Spieth didn't play well, really. I mean, he played okay, but not to the Jordan Spieth that was playing all season. Same thing. I mean, JT played phenomenal again. DJ five and zero. You know, but again, I think those were the two weakest links on the on the um, 
American team, personally. How about Nick Watney, though, this past week at Sanderson Farms? I mean, coming off his worst season probably in a decade. Fires yep. a little 65, finishes second. The, the, I mean, Cameron Young was there. Um, Will Zalatoris yep, looked one. solid. Looked like Will Zalatoris coming back, you know, getting there. Um, see, I can, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> Sahith uh, Thigali. The, the rookie, the rookie out of California, who was right there. I mean, at one point, that lo- that lo- that leaderboard was log jammed with like ten guys within a shot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I I love watching these type of events because these are the guys that you may not see on the leaderboard every every week. You know, obviously they're phenomenal players. I mean, they're on the PGA Tour for a reason. And in looking at these guys and and just watching them play and how they react under pressure and stuff like that. Nick Watney, I mean, remember him back in like 2012, 2013, you know, back in that, back in those days, I mean, you know, top 10 in the world, you know, he was top in the FedEx cup playoffs and the points rankings. And, you know, there's a lot of guys we can name off that. You know what I mean? The one person that I, we haven't even, I would love to see Smiley Kaufman make a comeback this year. If Wouldn't that be cool? Amazing. You know, and I'd love to see Hunter Mahan that guy come back, Ryder Cup. Another great guy. Yep. I mean, yep. That, I would so actually, I, I found the quote. I knew I'd saw it someplace. I just pulled it up here. Uh, and I quote, I think getting the call from Stricker on Monday after the tour championship and hearing that didn't make the team was diff- was definitely very motivating and definitely the kind of gut-wrenching Burns said. Yeah. And it showed. I mean, he, was, <laughs> he, he, he could have been so pissed off and not done anything else and just, you know, he could not have played this week. But what did he do? Yeah. for the event went in there beat everybody else always another trophy i i could see him being a multiple winner this year on the on the on the tour on the new round and you know what he was the lone survivor and we happen to have the survivor our own survivor golf team i don't know if you've been watching our social but i've been putting it in the hands of amateur golfers christian and they are i did another i did it again today and they're mm-hmm. loving this thing this is it's made of hot high grade polymer plastic what I actually particularly like is the height gauge indicator so that I always know I'm teeing up my driver at exact same height because that's important for me. And uh, it's got center prong technology, three prongs, tested, less friction between the ball and the tee, translates into more distance, survivorgolftee.com, or you could find them at Amazon. They are one of our, they are the official golf tee of Golf Talk Live. Yeah, I mean, you you uh, you gave me some when I, when I saw you a few months ago, and actually I've used them um, in, in my normal weekend golf rounds. And, uh, you know, it, they're, they're so much different than a normal tee for me, specifically with the way I play. You know, I always see the ball very low as it is. And, yes, I understand that, like, they're a little higher than normal. But, again, I still f- am hitting that low trajectory, and but they're going farther. I'm telling you what. From so how home. do you react when you're sitting at the casino or up, upstairs at the casino and your other half just sends you a picture and says – I hit the jackpot. What did Heather just win? <laughs> and what was she playing? Uh, Wheel of Fortune slot machine. What was the jackpot? Um, she's buying dinner tonight. I, I, Alan, I think we're coming down 18 right now. And I think we got to go. We got to go enjoy. Some, <laughs> I, my, my class is empty. I need some more Jameson. I, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, we are coming down to 18. I just got to chime in real fast here on this. Uh, the Shriners uh, children open. We're heading out to Vegas. What well, stays in Vegas literally stays in Vegas two weeks in a row because the tour is there twice. 
Shriners Children Open, followed by uh, the following week, the CJ Cup. Uh, maybe your boy Alex Tuck's going to be uh, be there. But uh, you got any predictions as we wrap it up? Yeah. There's actually to... some players in this field. Let me just rattle off the top 15 names that are out there. Corey Connors, Matsuyama, Yama, Su, uh, Sewoo Kim, Matthew Wolf, Victor Hoblin, uh, Joaquin Neiman, Ustazen, Answer, Simpson, Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns. I'm almost done. Got one more page. And uh, Will Zalatoris and Kevin Knox. Who's, taking it, who's bringing it home? Honestly, with everything that we have talked about so far and the way that he's playing at this very moment, I'm going to go Sam Burns. Tell me otherwise. And I'm going with the other jilted individual, Kevin Na. I love that pick. Vegas native. Solid pick. They're both solid picks. You know, if Andrew was here, he'd probably pick Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas. The same he probably kept picking Malcolm Morikawa, but he's not in the field because that's what Andrew does. You know, it's kind of like picking Europe in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, Which we all did, but hey, he, we all he, did. He, he pushed his chips to the center of the table. Ooh, reference once again to the casino. My last night in Atlantic City, I'm going to go hit the floor of the casino. Christian, hit it long and straight because it beats Andrew hitting it short and crooked. You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30 plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717 554 8519. That's 717 554 8519.